0: Welcome to the Travel Writer Podcast, where I hope to inspire you to get out there and see the world one episode at a time. I'm your host, Megan Wright, and I'll be sharing my travel stories, tips, and advice about exploring new countries, moving abroad, solo travel, grown-up gap years, and so much more. Let's get started. Hi, guys. Welcome back to the Travel Writer Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Wright, and um, wow, has it been a hot minute or two since... I released my last episode. I am so, so, so sorry. I, uh, looks like I really took European summer, um, a bit too far. I guess I clocked off in April and here we are about October and I'm just now releasing another episode. Um, sorry about that. But yeah, I, I wasn't just sitting around doing nothing. Um, I have been working extremely hard on growing my social media account and, Holy crap, there's a lot to catch up on since uh, the last episode came out in April. So I think around that time, I'd grown my TikTok to around 20-something thousand, which I was like stoked about, and I'm still stoked about. That was the first time I really, my one of my social media accounts really took off. And I think my Instagram account was around 2,500 maybe at that point. And I don't know, if you have a look at it now, we're at about 72,000. So yes. Yeah. Things have moved a little bit since then and I am so thankful and I'm finding it so cool to connect with so many people that have done a grown up gap year themselves and have the same mindset and similar outlook on life that I do and then I'm also really excited to connect with Other people who are thinking about doing the same and need some encouragement and need some advice I've had so much t- fun like talking to you guys in the comments and in my messages and Helping you plan yours and give you advice. So yeah, it's been really cool And you actually have somebody to thank for getting me out of this podcast to slump and getting my mic and dusting it off Um, it's a guy I met in mexico a couple years ago when I was traveling. I met him and his brother I remember when I always tell this story. I don't know if you've listened to some of my other podcasts about how to make friends while traveling or like the common fears and misconceptions about how people get scared of like being able to meet people when you're traveling solo. So one of the pieces of advice I give is that if you're not staying in a hostel, just go to the hostel because they'll probably be putting on events. So this is exactly how I met Martin. um, And he has a podcast called Do You You Even Hustle? Um, It's a really good podcast. Go have a listen. And basically, I went to the Selena hostel when I was in Playa del Carmen, just working remotely for that week. And while I was in line waiting to talk to the front desk about what kind of events they had on, there were these two guys from Canada behind me in the line, um, and it was Martin and his brother. And we just got to talking, and they were like, hey, why don't you just, we're going to the night tonight, come along with us. And they were so friendly and nice and invited me along. And yeah, we went to the salsa night and I ended up meeting more of their friends and some other people at the bar. And we just had like the most fun night just out on the town in Playa del Carmen. It was like so cool. And then we've just kept in touch since then. So yeah, he had me on his podcast to talk about content creation and social media and how I've grown my account and just kind of I'm in the beginning stages of starting my side hustle that I hope to turn into my full-time career, but he's much further down the line. I think he's been doing it for like five plus years. So I definitely want to have him on here to give a different perspective because when I literally got on his podcast, I was like, but weren't you like so scared to do it? And he was like, of course I was, but you just have to like take the leap. And that's exactly what I tell you guys about taking gap years, don't I? Taking gap years in your thirties, like you can, you can be scared, but you got to just do it scared. And then you'll see there's, it, wasn't something that you needed to be worried about after all it seems a lot scarier before you actually do the thing than when you actually take the leap so talking to martin on his podcast about social media and how i grew my account really got me thinking i want to record an episode for my own podcast to teach you everything that i did to grow my account from 1000 where i kind of started it in um, september no august 2022 to the 70,000 that I'm at now in September 2023. So I'm going to teach you everything that I've learned along the way so that hopefully you can use it and apply it to your own account if you're wanting to grow your own travel account or your own Instagram account, TikTok, whatever it is. I'll go into all the details here. And just FYI, if you want personalized training or advice or an action plan, I offer one-to-one coaching calls and social media audits so... If you go onto my website, you can get a social media audit, a full social media audit, so Instagram and TikTok. I will put together feedback. I will put together a personalized action plan, and then I will put in a 30-minute one-to-one coaching call where I will walk you through all of that, and then you can ask me any questions that you'd want on that call, and you can find that. You can go to the link in my bio on Instagram or on TikTok, and you can sign up at that link just using the button that says social media audit and one-to-one coaching. Here are some generic tips to, to help you grow. So the first piece of advice that I'm going to give you, and I'm going to tell you that I ignored this piece of advice from other content creators and other influencers for years, and it got me absolutely nowhere. And I know you might be thinking years, but you only started this last year. Well, no, I had this account long before it is what it's known as now, which is Travel Writer. It used to be called Just Keep Traveling. And I created my Instagram in september 2017 when i was off traveling for a year in southeast asia and i just kind of treated it like as a fun side hobby and somewhere i could check in and my friends and family could see what i was doing and you know i just said to myself "Eh, you know if i get one free thing out of this it would have been worth it and i did i got one free thing out of it right so like whatever it was just a fun side hobby for me right but flash forward to now to to august 2022 I was getting more and more miserable in my job and I was just like and not specifically like my company like it's just I'm not I'm an accountant right but I'm really not I don't love accounting and I would I don't know show me do accountants really love accounting like I don't know am I just like a weird one but like I I just sat there and I was just like I cannot do accounting for the rest of my life I need to take this seriously so From August 2022, I was like, right, I'm going to get serious. I'm going to buy some courses and I'm going to treat this like a business. So that is my first piece of advice. You have to treat this like a business. And when treating it like a business, that means you have to show up consistently. And you've probably heard the term consistency is key, but let me tell you, it is 100% true. But before we get into being consistent, I want to start with the first piece of advice that I was telling you about that I ignored for years. And that is finding your niche. And I fought against this for so long because I just wanted to be a lifestyle creator. I wanted to show you a little bit of everything about my life and like, you know, how do I pick just one thing? Like I love cooking, I love traveling, I love eating out. But it's so much harder to grow when you don't pick a niche. So just trust me, from somebody who fought it and thought that they knew better for so long, the second that I actually started focusing in and finding my niche and what was unique and set me apart from other travel creators is when I actually started to take off and see results. So the way you find your niche is you just have to think, what sets me apart from others? And I think people get stuck on this because they think that there's nothing interesting about them or their life in particular. But what might seem really common and uninteresting to you might be so cool to somebody else. So For instance, I've been living in London for 10 years now. And when I first moved here, I was like, oh, wow, this is so cool. Like not a lot of my friends have done this. This is so cool. But I've been here for 10 years now and it's kind of like worn off a bit. So I don't see it as this big deal anymore. But it is a big deal. Like moving to a new country, building a whole life for yourself and starting At a new office or a new career is a huge deal and people want to know how you did that and they want to hear about it as well so just think what things in my life do i think might set me apart from others and you could also think what do people ask me about a lot or what do people want to talk to me about a lot that could be a hint as to something that might set you apart from others so for mine it was i finally figured it out after a bit of posting you know general travel stuff i was like actually I remember that before I went on my gap year, when I was 31, I remember being really scared I was going to be the oldest person out there. And I was on vacation one time and I beat and There was this girl there and she was like, I was telling her like that story. And she's like, oh, wow, weren't you like, like you were scared, like you were going to be the oldest person out there. I was like, yeah. She's like, oh my God, that's so weird because one of my other friends is about to do the same thing and she has exactly the same fears. And I think that kind of helped it click for me. I was like, oh, wait wait a second here (laughs) I could be on to something like I saw a lot of 20 year olds posting about taking gap years and quitting their job to travel but I didn't see a lot of 30 year olds who maybe have built a career and built a life for themselves I don't see them talking about quitting their job to travel maybe there's something maybe there's a gap here in the market maybe there's a need here that I could fulfill by like being that encouragement and inspiring others to do this so yeah find your niche step one Next, you need to be consistently creating good quality content. Now, how do you create good quality content? content? You don't need the fanciest equipment. I literally shoot all of my content on an iPhone 12 Pro. And I think I have... 156 gigs of storage. I think that's the one I have. I don't even have the largest one. But yeah, I shoot all my content on iPhone. And the most ideal camera settings that I would suggest shooting on are 4K at either 30 frames per second or 60 frames per second. Now, the reason you would want to use 60 frames per second over 30 frames per second is if you're wanting to use slow-mo. So if you try to apply slow-mo in your video editing app, Um, to 30 frames per second, it can get a bit jumpy. But if you apply it to the 60 frames per second, it's very smooth. So maybe just keep it at 4K, 60 frames per second. Um, That seems to be the best. And turn off your HDR setting in iPhone. That's such a crap setting. I had that on for ages thinking it was doing wonders for my videos and it's not. It just makes your colors like really harsh. So turn off the HDR. And then if you're ever recording on video and you get like the flashing lights, like say you're somewhere that has like a lamp outside and but when you look at it on the video, the lights are just like strobe lights, like flashing. You can go into your camera settings and turn on the PAL, the PAL setting. So you'll see it next to the 4K or the 1080p PAL setting. So if you turn that on, take a video of the lights with that on, you won't get the flashing lights anymore. So the reason I'm telling you all this is because you want to keep the viewers' attention. And the way to keep their attention is by having good quality videos. So they're not gonna stick around to watch something that has really crappy like lighting, it has a bunch of shadows, or it's really jumpy and not very good quality. So just make sure you have your settings set and you're capturing good quality content. And it really helps if there's like something going on in the shot, like there's some people or there's some kind of an activity, or there's a really beautiful scenery. So just something that's gonna keep that reader's attention, not the reader, the viewer's attention. Okay, but what kind of content are we gonna create? So there are three different pillars that content creators tend to stick to. And these are either inspirational content, educational content, or entertaining content. And usually the most effective content will fall into one of these buckets. So let me give you examples using my account. If I ever wanna post inspirational content, I will post about trying to inspire other people to take a gap year. So you need to relate this back to your niche. What do you want to inspire other people to do? If I want to post about the other content pillar, which is educational, it will be trying to educate someone on how to take the, the gap year over 30. How did I plan for it? How did I set my itinerary? How did I save the money? That kind of a thing. So you need to be able to teach them something. And the last category was something entertaining. So this could be something funny, just like make a joke, but always relate it back to your niche, right? We always wanna bring that back. It could also be a trend that you're seeing on Instagram or TikTok, but again, always relate it back to your niche. So another tip about the type of content that does well, you can be posting inspirational, educational, and entertaining content, but always try to make it relatable and give it, like humanize it. Like bring out your personality. People are following you because they like your personality and they like your perspective. So get get raw, get real with them. Like, do you know the most viral Instagram that I had that really took off and like started really growing my account? It was just me in a pool with a glass of wine in Mexico. That was it. And I put some text over it. So it was just a reel with some trending audio behind it. A video with trending audio behind it and then I p- wrote out this paragraph saying hi my name's Megan I'm 36 at the age of 31 I took a gap year to go traveling I'm back now in my stable career but it's not my passion and you know I would love to meet a partner at some point but I still haven't so who knows if that's going to happen but here I am and this is me and this is my path and this is what I'm trying to do and people related to it and they were like I mean, 99% of the comments were positive from the women cheering me along and being like, yes, girl, like we're there. We support you. And a lot of men were too. They're like, thanks for sharing. This is really, really cool, blah, blah, blah. Of course, you're going to get the haters and the trolls. And I can talk about that in a second. But it was something so simple as that, that I did not think was even going to breach like 10K views. has a million plus it is insane okay so i mentioned pretty briefly the trending audio so if you're on instagram this is a little bit more important than i think when you're on tiktok so if you're on instagram you'll be able to tell something is trending if the audio is trending if it has a little up arrow next to it and if you're a smaller new account you want to try to aim for trending audio that is 1k or less um that is like the money spot okay like you're you're gonna probably do well if you can find that and if you can consistently find audio trending audio that's 1k or below like go with that the next best thing is 5k or below and then the next best thing is 10k or below anything over 10k you're probably not going to get that much reach out of it if you're a smaller account and I still do this when I stumble upon some audio that has 1k or less oh my god that's like stumbling across like a gold mine. you got to jump right on that In terms of hashtag strategy, I don't think it's as prescriptive as it it used to be. Like I find I just, I use one hashtag, which is travel over 30 on every single reel. And for the other ones, I kind of mix it up. I never really use more than 10 because I think Instagram is getting better about reading descriptions and kind of using SEO as a kind of search engine optimization is what that stands for. So I think it's doing a better job of reading the descriptions rather than just focusing on the hashtags. So I would I would suggest building out your descriptions, not focusing so much on your hashtags, but definitely using hashtags that relate to your niche. Okay, and next I hear a lot of people talk about posting times. So what I do is I go into my insights. So you need to make your Instagram account a, a creator account so that you can see the metrics and stuff behind your account. So... Once you have that set up, you go into your insights and all I do is I just scroll to the bottom of the followers bit and I see the time that most of my followers are online and I tend to post, you'll notice, I post around 1.30 every day because majority of my followers really get online at around 2 o'clock. So just making sure that's like the first thing they see when they get on, I think that's really helped me grow. Um, But you kind of just have to, it's trial and error a bit, right? So you can try see see if that works for you. If not, just play around with the posting times. But these are all helpful things to do to kind of try to boost your content. But the number one thing you can do for yourself, well, the two things that you can do for yourself are to create good, valuable content that falls within your niche. That is the first and foremost thing that you wanna get down. Everything else like trending audio, hashtag strategies, posting time, that is all secondary. What you need to be focusing on is your content. Okay, and I mentioned before that you need to stay consistent. So I, want, I don't want you to stay so consistent that you burn yourself out. So what you need to do is sit down and be real with yourself and say, how many times a week can I actually post to the app? So for me, like the absolute max that I could do was once a day. There was absolutely no way in hell I was going to be posting multiple times a day on TikTok and Instagram. I did not have enough time in the day. I work a full nine to five. No way. So I said to myself, okay, when I'm starting out, I'm going to try to post five Instagram reels a week and then I can try to repurpose those on TikTok if I think they will do well. Um, If not, I will just create a different TikTok. But I will be posting five days a week on each platform And I was able to stick to that and make it work. And it's so important that you're consistent because the second that you stop, then the algorithm will pick up on that and like they'll penalize you for that. And that's not to say you can't take one or two weeks off here and there. If you take one to two weeks off here and there, just make sure you pick up the consistency at the same time rate as you did before you left off. Okay, so now you're gonna be spending a lot more time on Instagram, right? Just by nature of what we're doing here. You're gonna be scrolling to find some trending audio, you're gonna be scrolling to good ideas. But what I want you to do when you're scrolling now is to pay attention while you're scrolling. And I've heard it referred to as conscious scrolling. So if, you, if you're scrolling in your Reels feed and you keep saying this, seeing the same song over and over and over again, that's probably a trending song and you want to jump on that trend and jump on that audio. If you see people posting kind of the same type of trend, like, you know, when that ba song or whatever you say it came out and people were using that, like jump on that. Um, so pay attention to how, what you see others posting. I'm not saying copy them. I'm saying pay attention to what you see doing well. So for instance, when I was first starting to grow, I saw that my funny content was landing a lot better than my inspirational content. And I saw a lot more funny reels out there when I was scrolling. So I posted more funny content. But then I noticed that my inspirational reels really started to take off more than the funny stuff. And I was also noticing a lot more inspirational content on Instagram when I was scrolling. Therefore, I switched my strategy up. So I want you to Not only pay attention to what is popular when you're scrolling, but I want you to pay attention to what is actually getting you higher reach and higher engagement when you post. And listen, all of this that I've learned, I did not learn overnight. And my content, I just had to practice for it to get better. Practice literally makes perfect. I can now crank out a reel in about 30 minutes, and it used to take me about a couple hours to do that same reel before And now it's a lot better quality and I know all the apps to use and I have my storage down and all that. And I can teach you all of that in my course. But yeah, you just need to stick with it and just try it. And you literally have nothing to lose and everything to gain. That's what I say about this. Like, who's stopping you from starting this account? You are. There's absolutely nobody stopping you from starting. You just have to take the first step. And the only thing that could happen, the worst thing that could happen, right, is that you end up not liking it and you stop. Or maybe you try for a really long time, but you're not getting anywhere. And so then maybe you need to get professional help and get some courses. So that's where people like me come in. I can literally look at your socials and I can analyze them and I can tell you from experience what is gonna work and what is not gonna work. And I can also offer you advice on all the apps that I use to edit and exactly how I put things together, how I get the music, how I cut things... And I can show you how I do all my organization. So if you want to sign up for a session with me, you can do so at the link in my bio. Just go on my website. And I am also working on some courses to put together that is going to teach you all of this. So it can just be on demand. You won't have to schedule a call with me. So I hope you found today's really quick high-level run-through of social media strategy helpful. If you have any questions, just shoot me a message. And you can also sign up for my coaching. And as always, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, subscribe. It really helps boost this podcast. And thank you so much for listening.